It may be sunny in LA, but I stay bringing the shade. You think you have me figured out? Until you don't. This is Black Reality Kiki with AJ. And your girl, Fresha. We're getting into season 14 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. It's all about the shade, the drama, and the slays. Come, Come take, take a, a BRK. BRK. Hi, my island gal. What's up, my island ting? <laughs> honey, we are still in Jamaica this week. We are, honey. Wind up your body. Wind up your body. Ooh. <laughs> You know how we do. I was about to say Pony Replay, but honey, I guess that's Barbados. Oh, honey, you, you digging back in the Rihanna bag. You gotta mm. go more Sean Kingston with it. Ooh. <laughs> honey, what about Spice? Ooh, okay. <laughs> honey, you know we love our girl Spice over here at BRK. Right. You ready to get going into some ATLT via Jamaica? Let's do it. Let's get into this peachy tea. Honey, because it was cute this week. It was a good episode. It was very solid. So, <clears throat> we are back at the resort. Obviously, it's the next day, the morning of, and the night before, Sonya told them, hey, we're going to Kingston, which is where she was born and raised. We're taking a trip to Kingston, so she wanted to show them, you know, some of her old stuffing grounds and to give them the true, authentic Jamaican experience. Because, you know, everybody's always in the Montego Bays of the world and things of that nature. We got to get down to the nitty gritty. Absolutely. So... She tells the ladies to be at the bus by, I believe they said 8 8 a.m. was the time. So per usual, the girls come straggling on in one by one, honey. The first thing we hear is Candy giving Tita Todd that she's over Marlo, which we already knew. So that was setting the scene. You got Marlo doing full glam at 8 a.m. knowing they got to be down there at that time. So she running late. That piece was cute, though. It was worth the wait. It was cute. It was cute. The way they styled the piece with the Bantu knot and the braids, it was worth the wait. But eventually we finally get all the girls, well, most of the girls on the bus um, because Miss Kenya decides she wants to wake up late, take her time, look at the views, et cetera, et cetera, and not even worry about making it. Honey, the girls were um, thinking that she was up there with John, a.k.a. Britt Bay. What are your thoughts? Do you think he had, did a nightcap with Miss Moore? Honey, Miss Moore, who knows what she was up to. I don't think Britt Bay was in the building, to be 100% honest. I think it's better for the storyline to say that he was, but realistically, probably not. But she was just being so dramatic and having an attitude about feeling rushed to get ready on time. I think, plain and simple, she was just being a diva. Having a diva moment for whatever reason. She loves to be Miss Kenya Moore. Feeling like she's rushed. Feeling like she just comes whenever she wants to come. So you know what? We gonna leave her as she is. Marlo finally makes it down. And the first thing she does is apologize to Raph for her behavior the night before at dinner. And I thought, you know, hey, that was her being very mature, very grown. It came from a conversation that her and Drew were having the previous night where Drew was giving therapist honey. And basically letting her know, hey, this is the situation. This is why I've come to terms with Josiah not being adopted by Raph, et cetera, et cetera. And so she wanted to have a moment of apology. You know, I thought it was sincere. Honey Candy did not. What were your thoughts? So it was giving a lot of growth um, when it comes to, you know, the way she handled the situation because obviously the night previous, the whole blow up at the dinner table, it stemmed from the step-parenting 
conversation. So it was showing growth as far as, you know, they had their one-on-one moment. The next day she followed up with an apology, but that's not to say that she didn't serve that up with a side of shade to Candy and Todd, the Burr's Tuckers. She knows that as far as the exchange between her and Candy and Todd, there needed to be at least a conversation, maybe even an apology was warranted for that situation. So for her to issue that apology to Drew and Ralph in front of Candy and Todd, we know that was some shade. Come on, we can call a spade a spade and some shade, some shade. Ooh, that was a good line. Honey, she even apologized to Sonya for basically ruining the dinner. Everybody got an apology. It was the apology tour. I mean, damn. Except for the BTs, honey, she was not feeling the BTs. They were conveniently left off that List, which for me was just like, come on, girl. I mean, even just to have the courtesy to say, listen, we came at each other. You know, this is how where I was coming from. I'm sorry if you felt that or whatever, but I was just passionate about X, Y, Z. I mean, we could have taken that, but she gave nothing to them. I mean, well, she she addressed Candy in a bit. But we'll see, but it was just bravo, but also shady. Anywho, you know how these girls are. Honey, what happened next? So from there, we see the ladies and friends. They travel to Kingston. Um, From there, I think the first stop is Sonia's family home where she was born and raised, I think until she was the age of 12. A beautiful opportunity to kind of walk down memory lane. We run into her auntie, who was a family friend that raised her has known her basically since birth. And then from there, we take it to Devon House, which is an ice cream shop in Kingston. Beautiful story that Sonia's parents were actually married at this venue. Honey, they were so cute in their wedding photos. They were so cute. I was like, oh my gosh, I love, I literally, literally love. They stopped for a little ice cream, Kiki, pit stop, and a few conversations start to branch off um, within this moment. Firstly, we see Sheree having a conversation with Marlo. Basically, Sheree is checking Marlo for the way that she acted the previous night at the dinner, which we this was a topic of discussion last episode that you and I were having as far as, you know, holding your friends accountable in the moment. So it's good to see that Sheree did kind of, you know, held her accountable, not so much in the moment, but after the fact. And I know, AJ, you were very much kind of like, that's how you would operate in that situation. Between Sheree's input and also Marlo's kind of realization in the moment, she was very passionate about the topic at hand and that her passion came off as aggressive. So it wasn't belittling her thoughts and feelings on the topic, but instead kind of taking that accountability for kind of a time and a place. And there's a way that you deliver the message that you intend to deliver, which I thought was a healthy exchange and a healthy realization. Absolutely. I think it was a healthy exchange as well, because, you know, to our point last week, it was a bit much, you know, like she did go in on Candy at multiple levels. And granted, I'm not sure if Candy is even in a space where she wants to receive an apology from Marlo, but at least she understood that she took it too far. And Sheree was also there to be like, hey girl, I definitely understood the sentiment, but you definitely took it too far, okay? So I appreciated this moment. Also, we finally see Kenya arrive two hours late. As soon as she sat down, Sonya is like, okay, let's go over here. Let's go talk in the shade with our ice cream because I need to understand why you've been late to all of my events. I mean, she was late the day before when it was for dinner and everything like that. And then she was also late today. And honestly, in this moment, I understand science frustration because it's like, I'm telling you what time to meet us. And you're blatantly saying, okay, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Clearly, Sonya doesn't know this, but we see with the cameras, 
Granted, we don't know if it was the same time, but I'm pretty sure she was probably lollygagging and taking her time because that's what she does. It's like the her show in her mind. And so she comes and goes as she pleases. And so I'm glad Sonya pulled her to the side and was like, hey girl, what is going on? I wouldn't do this on your trip. Why are you being late, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, what does Kenya do? She blames it on Brooklyn. She says that she had a conversation with Brooklyn and she said that she did not want to see her dad, Mr. Mark Daly, and that Kenya felt bad because she wanted Brooklyn to still have a relationship with her dad and that this divorce is tearing her apart. <sighs> now, I gotta know what your thoughts are because I don't want to say she was lying. I don't want to assume that she's using her divorce in Brooklyn to back her choices of being late and coming and going and doing whatever she want to do. But do you think she lied about it? I mean, this isn't to diminish her experience as far as like what she's going through right now. I'm going to assume going through a divorce and a custody battle is not easy. Never been through one myself, but I can just make that fair assumption just being an educated person. But at the end of the day, is it um, is it kind of a valid argument for when you show up for work late? I mean, that's essentially what it is, right? Yeah, this is all fun, kiki, they're on a trip, but at the end of the day, this is work. Um, and I don't know about you, but I feel like when we apply kind of those boundaries um, when it comes to like, you know, a corporate nine to five setting, could you be late to work because you're in emotional turmoil from your divorce? Maybe the first time, maybe the second time. But as Sonia pointed out, this is not the first or second or third time that she's kind of brought this, this reasoning up. So I don't want to, again, diminish her experience and her feelings, but Come on, Kenya. We know that you can be a bit dramatic. And again, like you said, A, we saw, you know, what she was up to talking about. It's a beautiful morning, taking in the sights and everything and really just moving on her own timetable. And that's not cool, especially like, like Sonia said, be respectful of everyone's time, especially when you're on a trip and she's put this, you know, extensive itinerary together and it's not for nothing. Like don't waste people's time. For me, I wasn't buying it. Okay, cool. I'm glad I wasn't just a bitch because in my mind, I'm like, okay, I understand you going through a custody battle and a divorce and that is so sad and fucked up because Mark Daly is trash. But you also knew the schedule ahead of time and what you were going to have to do. So don't be at the surprise. Furthermore, you were just with Britt Bay last night, so you couldn't be that sad about it. No shade. No shade, but Kenya, we see your games, honey. And just, I'm going to just say this. Cut it out. We see each other. We see each other. Cut, Cut it, it out. out. Cut it out. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, after that conversation, the girls start making their ways back to the bus. And Marlo, on the tail of this conversation with her and Sheree, she's like, let me go on the bus and apologize to Candy. So she tries to, instead of olive branch. That's a better way to say it. Before even apologizing, <laughs> she tries to start a random ass conversation with Candy about Portia, Rahua alumni, and her new fiance, honey, Simon, and Simon buying... Portia a Rolls Royce. Candy ignores her the whole time. Now, if Marlo genuinely wanted to apologize, granted, I'm not sure how Candy would have received it regardless, but if Marlo genuinely wanted to apologize, she should have led with, hey, Candy, things got heated last night. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. But to just randomly try to start a conversation with this woman after y'all have not said a word to each other since last night? Come on now. Now, I will say maybe Marlo thought that Candy wasn't as upset as she was, but I find it hard to believe that she would think that because, Marlo, you were going for the juggler, sis. It wasn't like you was just saying small things like, 
your fashions ain't cute or your braids not straight or something like that. Honey, you were quite literally saying that she was irrelevant except for in Atlanta and that she was a sugar mama to her man and just belittling Todd, like just crazy shit. So of course you gotta go in on the apology. You can't just start a conversation with Miss Candy. Honey, what were your thoughts on that? Everything that I just said about Marlo, as far as her exchange with Sheree and like holding herself accountable and it being kind of like a moment of growth, I'm gonna take it back in this exact moment. Oh no. Sis just made me eat my words because it was the most childish exchange on Marlo's behalf. Like literally she tried to casually bring up the whole Portia Simon Rolls Royce conversation, which is funny because I saw Portia, I think, tweeted last night talking about, well, what I got to do with it? Why is my name coming up? Which is true. Exactly. Exactly. She didn't even know the show. She was just trying to kiki, try to bridge the gap as if there isn't an issue. Candy said, don't talk to me. Like, why are you speaking to me? She's talking about, I'll speak to you whenever I want. Candy, candy, candy. Like, it was giving childish games. And I really just don't understand, like, why i don't know like i don't it's like she was saying one thing to sheree's face she obviously issued her apologies to drew ralph sonia but when it comes to candy did you think it was going to be a swept under the rug type of situation when she kind of felt that friction from candy's direction when she was just trying to be chummy and kiki why didn't she switch up her approach? Instead, she was just continuing to act, antagonize her, saying her name over and over, talking, well, I can say, well, get it. Well, sorry then. Damn, I'm sorry. Like, half-ass apology. Like, girl, Marlo, please take that cute piece that you got on and go somewhere. Because if I were Candy, I would have given the exact same energy. So I can't even blame her. So next on our journey through Kingston, um, we are going to the National Stadium. So this is where Sonya really got her start as far as her track and field career. We learned a bit that um, she obviously chose made the decision to run for USA, Team USA versus, versus Team Jamaica. And it was kind of an unpopular decision to make at the time because, of course, her People wanted her to run and represent her country, but she made the decision what was best for her um, and obviously came out with four gold medals. So, honey, can't blame her. The women are here and, honey, it's supposed to be a race, a race between Drew and Marlo. Um, they are to run, I believe, a 100-meter dash to see who can finish it, complete it in um, the shortest amount of time. Honey, for me, it was Marlo in this Balenciaga tracksuit, honey. She looked so cute. Okay, tracksuit? Is it a tracksuit? tracksuit isn't the right word to call it because sizzle's out there was it giving underwear basically <laughs> underwear and matching bra okay it was lounge set maybe you know it was cute the way she layered it underneath but when she came out in that big old booty and those big old balenciaga booty shorts cute nonetheless don't get it twisted but not for the track not for the track i didn't i was very that hit me kind of unexpectedly for me it was the girls betting on who was gonna win and kenya making the remark honey marlo ain't gonna win with those lipo undergarments on with the faha and everything in between that's shady these bitches are so <laughs> rude i swear to god these bitches are rude <laughs> that is so shady but they lining up at the starting line ready set go the two women dash the 100 meters and lo and behold marlo hampton first of all no shade but it looked like they were running in slow motion no honey yeah it definitely <laughs> was you know not as fast as sonya previously did when she ran in what six seconds i think she hit it in honey 
And so it definitely wasn't that fast, but they were for sure moving in slow motion. And by the hair on her chinny chin knee, Marlo wins, honey. She sure did. And Drew was this big track star. So that was a huge upset. I know Sheree betted on her girl Marlo and honey, she won the cash. So loyalty pays off, ladies and gentlemen. Never forget that. And then shortly after the race is over, mm, mm, mm. Drew takes a tumble, bro. Boo, 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 boo. She took a mean tumble. And I also don't understand how she took the tumble. Because if she was just running and she, I thought she was stopping after it was over. And then somehow, the next thing I know, I see her roll over and she is on the ground, bitch. That Achilles said, not today. Boom. Um, yeah, she described it like she just, I guess her foot just gave out and then she fell. And initially, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, Drew, girl, get up. You didn't trip over anything. You didn't fall from a high distance. Like, you literally just dropped to your butt, pretty much. But, honey, again, made me eat my words because Honey Ralph came in as paramedic Poppy. Not paramedic Poppy. <laughs> Massaging that foot. And he thought everything was okay, but then the Minister of Sports arrived. Honey, the queen of business. <laughs> honey, for some queen of business, okay? She touched down and she was like, look, I know all the best of the business. Let's get you squared away. So they wrap her on up with some ice and they put her in the van. And later on, we found out that she actually did tear her other Achilles. Because if you recall, last year she hurt her foot. So this year she hurt the other one. Honey, Real Housewives is taking our girl Drew out, ain't it? It seriously is. So she's just got to be careful moving forward. But who would have thunk a quick little... 100 meter sprint would have taken sis out yeah that wasn't cute looked like it hurt real real bad it wasn't but it was a cute moment to go to the national stadium also shout out to Sonya because i didn't know that she had the record for the fastest 400 meter run so that was also cool to see and that she had been running since she was like nine years old in the national stadium so shout out to Sonya bringing the girls around for a run even though we lost one along the way legacy giving very much a legacy okay Honey, so they're heading back to the resort and Sonya tells the girl, hey, open invitation for tomorrow morning. I'm going to iFit to handle the iFit business, okay? Because you know this is a sponsored trip. So she got to work. So she go wake up in the morning, the girls can come. And then while she's at the iFit day, some of the other girls are going to do catamaran. So we wake up the next morning. Obviously, Sonya and Ross are already out. Ross looking good as ever, honey. They out there doing their thing, you know, recording, what have you. And back at the resort, the iFit bus is about to leave. Only Marlo and her florist. What was his name again? Kevin, Craig, Aaron, something. Adrian? Adrian. There you go. So only Marlo and Adrian were on the bus. But... Sheree and Kenya, who were also planning to attend, did not come. And what happens? The bus leaves on time with just Marlo. They get there. Sonya and Ross are, you know, doing their thing, filming. Ross was having a little, you know, trouble with the lines. It was so cute. But Marlo was there supporting them. But back at the resort, Kenya and Sheree were annoyed that they got left. And Sheree made the comment she was uninvited. I took this as dramatic because... If someone does not text you, <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta laugh. 
<laughs> Literally, like if someone does not text you when you text them back, that does not mean you were uninvited somewhere. She made it seem like Sian was like, you know what, Sheree? I'm not feeling you coming to my work event anymore, so you're not invited. But she did not say that. Why would Sheree even say that to Kenya? Because you knew that if you say something like that to Kenya, all hell's gonna break loose. And what happens later? All hell breaks loose. I would just tell those two women, and by those two women, I mean Sheree and Kenya, to put their shovels away and stop digging for the drama. There is no reason why you should assume that you were uninvited. And then, you know, Kenya goes on to say, and we'll see, of course, the confrontation that happens later, but Kenya goes on to say, well, I called her, I called her twice. First of all, Miss Ma'am, you were late the previous day. So you really are on borrowed time regardless. Number two, this woman is working. Do you really think she's gonna have her phone ready to text you all the details? You should have gotten all that tea the previous day. And if you missed the bus, hey, you missed the bus. And guess what? You're still in beautiful Montego Bay. Go enjoy the day. Stop digging for the freaking drama. I'm pissed at this. And Sheree knows better too, so she can get some of this too. Exactly. It was so dramatic. I was like, Sonya did not disinvite y'all. Like, if anything, she's been overly accommodating for everyone. And you know, she got to get her mind right for all the, sh the shoe. And she's literally working. She needs to, she has to perform. And you want her to be thinking about shoe? I mean, I fit paid for the trip, honey. She got to go do what they want her to do. Exactly. Come on now. Without I fit, there would be no Sheree and Kenya in Jamaica. At all. Honey, they pissed me off sitting in the lobby talking shit. If y'all don't go sit y'all asses down somewhere. I was like, child, y'all reaching and reaching and reaching. Please let that woman handle her queendom business that i fit back exactly <laughs> that ifb that ifb that ifb is no joke honey we see the excursions and we see the setup that ifb is no joke okay it's so funny because marlo looks like an angel in this whole like scene as far as she makes it on time she gets there she seems like the supportive friend she's recording on the side she's cheering them on i was like wow it's just interesting how quickly you can be painted in a different light, depending on what the situation is. But no, she did good for showing up for Sonya. Now, did you get the conversation um, that apparently Marlo is trying to brainwash Sonya and get her on her side? Can we please talk about that? Yes, yes. Okay, so also back at the ranch, aka the resort, Honey Candy goes in to check on our patient, Drew, who's, you know, perched with her boot on in a cute little white ensemble. I wasn't hating it, her buns up in the top knot. And Candy comes over because she wants to read some lines with Drew for a new um, role that she's reading for because you know the money don't stop when it comes to Candy Burris Tucker. So they're going over some acting methods. Drew is giving her some pointers, which sounded pretty good. So shout out to Drew Sidora. You know she's an actress. But then, to your point, they start this conversation on Marlo being basically a bad influence on Asanya. And then Drew brings it, brings back some old tea from back in the day, earlier this season, when Drew was helping Marlo set up for Sheree's shopping spree at her home, when they were discussing Sian's Mommy Nation photo shoot, and if you recall, only Kenya and Candy were invited, and Marlo made the comment to Drew that she feels like Sonya is basically sucking up and being a moocher and only invited Candy and Kenya because of the amount of followers they had. All of this just showed me that we were just continuing that divide between this team versus that team. Because we know Candy is not going to be on Marlo's side. And we see that Marlo is over here with Sonya, supporting her, the only one there, etc., etc. And then you have Drew basically saying, well, why are they friends? She was talking about Sonya. And so for me, it's just like, wow. 
these bitches really want to be against each other. And I get it. It's reality TV. So it got to be, you know, entertaining. There has to be conflict. But wow, she really brought up that nugget from way back. How many episodes ago was that? Like five at least? At least. Yeah, we know through the divide, it's obviously kind of straight down the middle, three versus three. We have Kenya as Team Kenya, of course, Candy and Drew falling in line. And then we have Marlo as Queen of Team Marlo with Sheree and Sonya slipping in there as well. So I think it's just a, a game of numbers. I feel like Sonya was like playing the middle ground for a long time there. She was keeping the peace. Um, but, you know, I think she's starting to skew a bit more on the Marlo side. And of course, you know, either it's going to be balanced with the three versus three or it's going to be unbalanced with the four on two. So I think Drew and Candy, even Candy a little bit playing her role in the drama a little bit, we're just trying to secure, you know, the numbers a little bit and really just trying to open up a can of worms where maybe there isn't really a can of worms. But of course, we're going to peep every little storyline and every little source of drama as it unfolds. So definitely stay in tune. But like I said, Marlo is painted as a very supportive friend. Um, and she really showed up, her and Adrian, honey. So I'll give her that. Yeah, honey, it was cute. But they had to get that tea on up in there, honey. So anywho, honey, what happened next? I think our girls hit up the water for a little bit. So after Sheree and Kenya moved past their bitterness towards not making it to the iFit shoot, Honey, them, plus Michelle, Monietta, and Honey, Heath, okay? You can't forget Heath. You can't forget Heath. Can't forget Heath. They get together, rally up, and board the catamaran. So they are, you know, really getting sourced up. You know, rum punch is flowing. And honey, they break out into dance. They really do, honey. For me, it was them walking over, and it was the battle of the asses, honey. You had Monietta. <laughs> You had Sheree, <laughs> and honey, you had Michelle, honey. Them wagons were wagoning on the catamaran, and I was not mad about it. Honey, they were busting it low, doing what needed to be done. Kenya even grabbed the mic and kind of had a little intro that was super cute. I will give her that. It was like a Sonya play at first, and then it was Kenya, but with her Jamaican accent that she keeps doing. <laughs> honey, it was a mess, but it was cute. Even the crew were getting involved, honey. They were so excited. They were into it, then they had dance battle um and that i thought you know kenya made a comment like this is her getting her groove back so i was all for it once they could just let the fake drama go they can really just have fun honey heath was playing his role okay he's there to support his woman um he's letting the the women be women shaking their ass doing what they do honey manana even hit a split did you catch that honey i saw the split i wish i could have saw what heath was doing when she hit the split because <laughs> I know he was red as I don't know what. My thing is, Heath ain't said a word on this show. I don't think he has a mic on. <laughs> He's just there in the background. Buddy, I love it. I love it. I love Buddyetta. Honey, also during this um, catamaran trip, we started talking about Sheba Sheree. Honey, tell the people what Sheree got going on in her back pocket. Honey, so Sheree has a showcase coming up. Um, I believe showcase is code for fashion show. Well, she actually says fashion presentation. Oh, I thought she said showcase. My bad. No, honey. She said in her interview that she intentionally changed it from fashion show to fashion presentation so that if she doesn't receive all her pieces in time, she's not played. <laughs> not playing in the fail. That's right. <laughs> hey, we, if you want to take it back, season one, I believe, the first She by Sheree fashion show, what happened? Honey, there were... 
of drawings on projectors of what Sheba Sheree <laughs> will be in an open bar. A fashion show with no fashion. Honey, shout out to Dwight. Okay, so she is a smart woman and she's not going to make that mistake again because fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Okay, and she's calling it a fashion presentation. So even if there is one piece in the building, that's what's getting presented, that one piece. For me, it was, can you ask it? But we will see designs, right? We will see clothes. <laughs> there will be designs. And you know, they were kind of auditioning for the runway to be added as models for the runway, honey. And you know, Kenya had to give it a show. That's where the split came in. That's where the split came. That's where the split came in. Um, what did Sheree say? This is not a hoochie um, rap video. <laughs> you know, Kenya used to be a video vixen back in the day, honey. She did. And she did it well, too. She did. That big old ass. That is different from runway. So um, it was a good old fun kiki on the catamaran they're getting lit they're sailing the seas you know they're doing what needs needed to be done not sailing the seas <laughs> the seven seas if you want to get you know technical technical honey so after the catamaran after Manietta hits the splits and after heath gets his groove back i'm sure after them splits honey nope. the girls make it to dinner so first we see sonya come up with Ross, honey, they look so cute. Sonya had the pink outfit on. Ross had like a white top on and just something chill, you know, very complimentary of his wife. They're reminiscing on today, you know, trying to chill out because they had a long day. They, they had probably an eight hour day filming for iFit. They want to have dinner with the girls and Sonya walks up. It was Sheree and Marlo. And Sheree instantly is saying that she is upset at Sonya because she didn't attend iFit and she wanted to be there. And Marlo's like, oh, we were wondering where you were, da 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 Sonya's like, hey, I lost my phone. Like, what happened? And she's like, oh, I, I'm uninvited. I'm uninvited, da 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 Like, throwing shade already. And what Sonya say? I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with you right now. Like, whatever. I'm over it. Sheree makes the comment, I may forgive you right now, but honey, Kenya may not. And so, and Sonya is like, okay, tell her to bring it on. So, pause on that. Next thing we see is, Drew in a wheelchair. Honey, our girl is down for the count. She's down bad, real bad. Honey, being rolled over the cobblestone and all. Mm-mm-mm. So they finally make it to the dinner. And of course, Candy decides she wants to ask Ralph, when are they going to hear an excerpt from the book? Now, when she said that, I immediately rolled my eyes. Because I'm like, ain't nobody asked for this book. Ain't nobody asked for it. But he stands up and he reads us an excerpt from The Skeptic Parent. Honey, where were you? Is it The Skeptic Parent or The Skeptic Parenting? Uh, so the book is called, I had to rewind it too because I, I didn't catch it the first time. It's called The Step in Parenting. Oh, The Step in Parenting. Honey, I, I'd hope not The Skeptic Parent. That <laughs> sounds so pessimistic. Honey, I'm <laughs> over here. I'm over here thinking like theoretical. I'm like, oh. He's like, oh, the I'm thinking like, oh, it's called the skeptic because he's skeptical about being a stepfather, but then he discovered that he loves it, honey. I should have known it was too deep for us. You Where put a whole narrative in there. <laughs> the, the step in parenting. The oh, step okay. in parenting, yes. Okay, so well, honey, what were your thoughts on his excerpt? Because I'm not going to lie, it sounded pretty solid. I mean, I was more so tuned in to how Drew, how tuned in Drew was because you know she hasn't heard none of the book before. <laughs> Honey, and I would have been pissed. I'm like, if you come up here and say anything crazy, I will slap the shit out of you and throw you in the water because I have no time. Okay, Miss Wheelchair, you ain't doing much of that, though. 
Over. She about have to roll on over him. <laughs> she roll over him exactly. I thought it was really, really good. I mean, I know we give Ralph a lot of shit, and by giving him a lot of shit, he deserves a lot of it. So, not to excuse any of his toxic behavior, but I mean, the excerpt was was good. You know, as far as if this is a taste into what the book will be about, I'm here for it. Um, I do think, still think he should be involving his wife in the process of writing the book like that does not change but you know it was beautiful drew really received it and was even getting emotional or about to get emotional um because you know of course she's emotionally involved um and no i thought it was a good little promo spot you know it's all to just promote the product honey um i really love the title of the book um so i'm just gonna say i'm gonna stay tuned for what's more to come because you know expectations are i've I've risen my expectations a bit because with Ralph, you never know. Um, but given that little clip, I will say, you know, and I hate to say it, but Ralph is just so damn good looking too at the same time. It's hard to be mad at that face. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is like, it's one of those things where, you know, he is a man and men ain't shit. And I apologize as a man on behalf of my gender um that we're men are trash not we but men are trash and so the fact that he was able to stand up here and not be shady about it not throw any you know underhanded comment to drew or this process or anything showed that maybe he's growing maybe he's not honey i don't know we'll stay tuned but it wasn't that bad of an answer now of course as soon as he's done Sheree is already ready to take that bone that she just collected mm. from sonya to Kenya, I mean, they could even let Raph get done with the excerpt and Drew to express her emotions before they were ready to throw shade at Sonya for not inviting them or uninviting them or whatever they said that she did from iFit. And I'm like, girl, why are y'all doing the most? Like, what? Like, what? Y'all being childish right now. Honey, she took that jerk, jerk chicken bone and really went running with it. Again, I'm just very, like... Ugh, at this, like, I would expect Kenya to just stir up shit like this. Um, Sheree is really disappointing me. Like, why are you encouraging the mess? Like, this is, especially to your point, AJ, at this moment where Ralph just shared, you know, a piece of his book and it's, you know, it's feel good. Everything is Jamaica, no problem right now. But here you go, stirring up waters for nothing. And honey, we did get much of the exchange between Kenya, Sheree, Sonia, but what we did get was some damn mess and we're grown enough, mature enough to call out the mess when we see it and that's for damn sure. Exactly, honey. And it was just uncalled for. Like they were sitting down trying to have a good dinner. Even Sonia made the comment like, hey, I've had a long day. Like, this is too much. Like, why are they starting drama with me when I'm not doing anything but getting us all together on this trip to have a good time. And honestly, Ross was fed up, bitch. Okay? <laughs> Ross said, hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't fuck with my wife. He looked right at Kenya. Don't fuck with my wife. And then went to commercial. Next time on, I mean, I will say this, this is my piece towards what we saw because it wasn't much. I would expect Ross to step in when his wife, Sonia, is getting ganged up on, which it was very, it was 
it was giving two versus one from what we saw. But where I'm a little bit disappointed in him is cursing. Like I would never want to be cursed at by a man, especially the husband of a friend of mine. Like I understand why he stood up for in her defense for on her behalf, especially given like, you know, the setting and what they went through that day and the work and they're both tired and they really just put their heart into this whole trip and, you know, extended the, the invite to and folks just acting very unappreciative. I get all of that and why that stews up. But I just wish he didn't drop that F-bomb because to me, it just like, I don't like the idea of him cursing at the women. I will say that. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts. You had, you're just going all buck wild with me. You're like, shoot, forget it. <laughs> Honey. I mean, I definitely get if he would have called them a bitch or if he would have said fuck y'all or get the fuck out or you're unfucking grateful, something like that, maybe, but they were doing a lot. They were doing a lot and they didn't even give it a second. Like, I feel like because what happened was so minuscule, they could have discussed that on a sidebar when it was just Kenya, Sheree and Sonya. Like, they could have pulled to the side the next day and been like, we feel some kind of way, et cetera, et cetera. But to do it at that very moment, and they spent the whole day working for iFit, the company who paid for these ungrateful bitches to now be complaining about the vacation that they had. Yeah, you didn't make it to iFit, but you were on a catamaran, trucking in the ocean, drinking rum punch with your friends. And like, what? Like, no, don't fuck with my wife. Period. So I definitely understand your point and he could have definitely used another word just said don't mess with her or chill out but honey i ain't mad at him like i definitely wouldn't like i probably would have done the same thing in all honesty and because in that moment they were they were yelling it was a lot drinks are probably going don't fuck with her do whatever you want to do just don't fuck with her and i bet they won't fuck with her no more honey at least not in front of ross and you know what they're going to do next. They're going to vilify him, turn him into, you know, label him as aggressive. So I'm just staying tuned because Ross seems like a very calm man, a man of few words. He's there to just support his wife, support his family, do what he needs to do as a provider and just keep it pushing. So for him to get to that boiling point, I know that there was, you know, it, it takes a minute for you to get to that temperature. So. Honey, we gonna stay tuned because that was a perfect cliffhanger to lead us into next week. Mm-hmm, honey, I'm tuned in. I think we get one more episode in Jamaica. So we're back in the island and we'll see what these girls got under their sleeve because I know it's probably gonna get worse from here. I hate to say it. They gonna kick, they gonna kick them out the damn country. Oh yeah, honey. Immediate. Mm-mm. Honey, it's that time of the week again. Who's your peach this week? So my peach is a little bit unconventional. I know that I was just fussing her out for her actions and for her behavior, but I will say there was some redeeming qualities in this specific episode. So I'm giving my peach to Marlo Hampton. Um, first of which, the fashions were on point. The pieces were on point. I mean, always on point for Marlo, but that's one reason why she's getting my peach. And then second, um, like I mentioned earlier, you know, she's perfectly imperfect. We saw her kind of fumble the situation, not kind of, extremely fumble the situation with Candy. She could have went right, but she went left. um, And that I definitely called her out for. 
But I will say as far as, you know, her willingness to participate in the race with her tits flying out everywhere in the Balenciaga two piece giving swimsuits on the track um, to her really just showing up for Sonia, the iFit shoot. She was the only friend that made it. And I know that meant a lot to her. Um, to Sonia being the host and, you know, being such a big deal. And then, you know, at this this current state, there isn't any additional drama that she stirred up. There, again, still some skeletons that she needs to deal with within the group. But we are forging forward in a hopefully positive direction with Marlo. Um, so for those reasons, I'm going to go ahead and give my peach to Marlo. And I know she's going to make some really good peach juice out of it. Okay, okay. That's a new peach this year. So she's a fresh one. She's a good one. Honey, I'm giving my peach to Miss Drew Sador this week. You know, our girl, she was also being a good sport, trying to run just to be fun, have fun. She even had her Team USA outfit on looking cute. And she messed around and got her on the trip. And at first, you know, we definitely thought she was joking or, or being extra dramatic, if you will. But it sounds like she really got hurt, and that sucks. So that was really sad for me. But I will say that she shined a few times, one being when she was helping Candy out with her acting techniques. And even though there was a lot of, you know, techniques that she was giving and a lot of information, it sounded like she actually knew what she was talking about. And I respected that because at the end of the day, she appreciates and respects the craft of acting. And so I fucked with that. And then last but not least, she got a little vulnerable with us talking about the situation with Ralph. And, you know, Ralph was able to really share some an excerpt from the book and to make her feel good. And it just seemed like, you know, even though she got hurt, overall, she's making the best out of this trip. She's trying to, you know, forge forward with Ralph with this book and just be a great asset to the group. And so... For those reasons, I'm giving my peach this week to Miss Drew Sedora. Okay, solid choice. She definitely deserves something, honey. So we're just going to give her a peach. <laughs> we we got to get her something, honey. She a Jamaica with a, a torn Achilles. We got to give her a peach. That sucks. That does mm-hmm. suck. Listeners, let us know who you think should be our BRK's Peach of the Week this week. Should it be Miss Marlo Hampton or should it be Miss Drew Sedora? Sound off in our comments. Blah, blah. Well, honey... <laughs> That's it for this week. It was a rough one, y'all. We had some struggles recording this episode, but we made it through. We did make it. Okay. We did make it. And I'm looking forward to next week when we're both on the same time zone. That's right, ladies and gents. BRK Reality Gurus will be on the west side. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where to go from there. Um, yes, honey, West Coast, Best Coast. We're ready for the switch up. Honey, we're coming loud, proud. Ta-da. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> only way we only way we know how. Ooh, okay, lyricism. Don't get me rapping up here. Honey, let me go and cut you off before you start rapping. All right, y'all. We're gonna catch y'all next week, same time, same place. You know where to find us. Yes, holla back, Yanni. Ooh. Bye. Thanks for listening to Black Reality Kiki. Like and subscribe for more from your favorite Black Reality gurus. Till next time, keep it peachy, y'all. Bye.